to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hello, and welcome to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. This is episode number 58. And today I'm talking with health coach Brittany Mullins from eatingbirdfood.com. It is an amazing interview. Brittany tells us all about what clean eating means to her, shares a ton of tips for eating healthy, but they are so realistic and reasonable, which is why I am a huge fan of her. She also told me how to roast broccoli from frozen broccoli, which I'm really excited about because I always have that on hand. And that's my favorite way to get in veggies. And she does this salad a day movement, which I'm a huge, huge fan of swapping a meal for a hearty salad. But I know that in the winter, you might be craving more comfort foods. So I am asking her how to make a salad more satisfying, really stick with you, make it filling, and something that you actually want to eat in any weather. I'm hooking you up because it's not even that cold where I am in SoCal, but I like some comfort food too. And I like salads year round. So we're figuring out how to combine those two things. But before we get into that, let's warm up. Okay, heads up. Today's warm up is kind of a rant, kind of some information, a reminder, a PSA, all of the above, because it's the new year. A lot of people are talking about their goals for the year. And there's also a lot of efforts to get healthier, right, this time of year, which is why last week I had Dr. Jason Karp talking about run your fat off and how to use running to get healthier and lose weight. And today I am talking with Brittany, trying to get some tips on eating healthier. These are all very reasonable and realistic approaches, even though Jason's book is called Run Your Fat Off. I mean, one of the first things he says is it has to be something you can sustain. Any change you make needs to be sustainable. I think Brittany's advice is similar in terms of, you know, find healthy foods that you enjoy and and then enjoy them. Um, so given that, though, if you are triggered by talking about healthy food or using exercise to change your body or lose weight, don't read it. Don't listen to it, even if it's this podcast or my website, Runny Repeat. Unfollow anyone that makes you feel bad about your body. Use some common sense. Hello. Nice to meet you. I have only recently realized, this is kind of like a revelation to me, that I realized that I filter everything through common sense first, and I also double check it. And to be fair, I went to school for journalism before kind of my little world journey changing into starting running repeat when I wanted to run my first marathon and that just kind of taking off. But I have this base of journalism and one of my favorite quotes from it from school is, if your mom says she loves you, check it out. And it's basically like this idea of you need to check everything that anyone tells you, me included, your local monikin. Check it out. Don't just take my word for it. You shouldn't be doing exactly what I do 
anyway, unless you are also a redheaded Mexican that grew up in Pico Rivera and has one brother with black hair and one with red hair and a cat you found at the bank. And maybe even then don't do exactly what I do. If you if you actually have all of that in common, can you please hit me up? Because did we become best friends? Yep. That's my stepbrother's little add-in right there. That's a free bonus for you. Um, but if there is anything that you are hearing and it doesn't make sense, A, it's not, it doesn't make common sense, right? If some advice is telling you to cut out entire food groups or go extreme on some exercise when you've never tried it a day in your life and it just doesn't seem appropriate for you, check it out. Double check it. There's always this disclaimer, right? Of like, always consult your doctor, medical professional before starting anything new. Actually do that if it doesn't seem like it would be right for you. And triangulate your data. And this is something that is very important in any information you are reading or listening to or watching. And I don't know why this doesn't come up enough. I just heard it kind of in passing on an interview. It was like a something on the news. It was a political thing. And someone saying that you should triangulate your data. Did I say data the first time and then data this time? I don't, I need to pick a lane. Um, <laughs> I need to see what other people do and verify the correct way. Um, but what it means basically is in social sciences, this like concept of like a triangle is used to indicate two or more methods used in a study to check the results of something. So basically, if you hear something here or on TV or on a website or on a podcast or overheard in the grocery store because you're being a creeper and it sounds like they're talking about something interesting, double check it with another reputable source and ideally two more, right? So it's like a triangle. And I really, really encourage you to do that because especially this time of year, different people have different methods for getting healthier or for changing their lives. And we all have different goals. And I want you to do you. And it seems like a lot of people struggle with that. And it's weird because I don't. So I forget to remind you before anything. And I kind of mentioned in passing, I'm like, do you boo? Like, I want you to do what's best for you. But I genuinely do. I don't care. My best friend does not run. And we have very different interest in life. When we go out to eat together, she is like this bee as I'm ordering some high maintenance BS sometimes. And then of course, proceed to eat her food as well. Um, Lucky for me, she's a very slow eater. So I get the best of all worlds. But I, I don't want you necessarily to run a marathon or to, I don't know, do anything else that I, that I do. I just want to share the things I talk about uh, running and eating because I love it. I genuinely love it. And it makes me really excited. And don't confuse my excitement with pressure at the same time. If you are interested in running and or eating dirty grapes in the car, like I like to, maybe I won't cheer you on about the dirty grapes because people get on my ass about that. And I don't want that to happen to you because I get a lecture every freaking time. Thank you, everyone. And I really need to keep getting a lecture because I'm hoping one day I'm going to stop that habit. So keep it coming. Keep it coming, kids. But 
if you are interested in these things, that's why I'm talking to you. Let, I'm excited about it and I want to be your cheerleader and motivator and have this huge virtual running club where we all support each other and just share our wins and our setbacks and our progress and anything else. So I continue to encourage you to go after your goal. And if it is a running or fitness goal, definitely check in on the Run It Repeat Instagram. Every day I have that run report where I do want you to share. And no matter if it is your first 5K or you just literally won a marathon, there are people chiming in with all of these different accomplishments every single day and their progress in training or them overcoming and coming back from an injury. It is all over the place and I love it and I love the encouragement and the community. Definitely keep it up. And I also want to encourage you to just make your body your priority and whatever is best for you, do that. And hopefully you can get to a place where you can listen to Brittany and I talk about, we go on this tangent about granola because it is like one of our favorite things. It's so funny and it's kind of weird. At least I can admit that, right? Uh, But you can listen to someone talk about something that is food or fitness related and it not make you feel pressured to do that. And I definitely don't want to be a negative pressure in any way on you. If I am, get over it because we got to be friends because we're hanging out, right? I feel like we're hanging out. When I listen to a podcast of someone else, I definitely feel like we're hanging out. Is that weird? Anyways, the moral of the story is take care of your body and your health because it is awesome and you deserve it. You deserve the best treatment and to exercise in a way that makes you excited and flooding with endorphins and not dread it. And you deserve delicious food and to have fun. So now let's get to the fun. Today, I am talking with Brittany Mullins from eatingbirdfood.com. And I will put a link to her website and social media in the show notes at runeatrepeat.com. So definitely check it out there. Brittany is a healthy living blogger, recipe developer, and health coach living in Richmond, Virginia. And she's actually a certified holistic health coach from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which is where I have my health coach certification from. Um, And she is amazing. And I just really love her advice. I feel like it's very sensible. Her recipes look amazing, except disclaimer for one. She recently posted, I talked to her about this the other day. So I kind of, I think just mentioned it in passing here and it's kind of funny. Um, but she recently posted oatmeal with an egg, like an over easy egg on it. So in one bowl, there is oatmeal and egg with hot sauce on it. And the oatmeal has almond butter or peanut butter or something on it. And it's just this very odd combination, which I am intrigued by, but also a little wary of, which is very weird because I put eggs on everything. I put them on tamales. I put them on pancakes. Um, I don't know. I guess those are two like more different things. I was going to just be like bread and I don't know, breakfast tacos. Like, yeah, everyone does that, Monica. Anyways, I really want to try this. Maybe by the time this podcast goes up, I will be able to tell you that I tried the oatmeal runny egg combo. If you have tried it, 
let me know what you thought of it and I'll try it too. And then we'll have this little deal. Anyways, I'm really excited. Brittany is going to fill us in on what she thinks eating clean means, um, some tips on healthy eating, how to roast broccoli from frozen. I am so excited about that because that's going to be super convenient for me and more. If you have any questions for her, definitely reach out. Like I said, there will be all of her contact info in the show notes, but let's get to it. Hello. Hello. Brittany, how's it going? (laughs) How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. How did you get started with healthy eating? Have you always combined eggs and oatmeal, eaten things like this? Um, Mm -hmm. uh, How did you get started with, uh, I know you cook a ton and recipe development. Where did this begin? Okay. So I grew up eating standard American diet, very Southern style foods. I grew up in the country and my mom like cooked a lot, but it was not healthy foods. I had like my favorite foods growing up were um, like fried potatoes. And I don't know, I really like, we ate a lot of like processed stuff too, like hamburger helper and mac and cheese and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I did not grow up eating healthily. And I went to college and I lost a lot of weight my freshman year of college. I lost like 20 pounds. And honestly, I wasn't doing anything drastic. I just started eating healthily at the dining hall. And then I think mainly the biggest thing was moving a lot more. I was like on the third level of my dorm. So up up steps, like, you know, three levels of steps every single day, multiple times a day, and then like walking to class. So I think that helped a lot. And it just seemed really like easy for me to lose the weight. It took a year, but it didn't, it wasn't like a huge struggle. And after that, I just got really passionate about sharing that like healthy eating can be easy. It can taste good. And um, it doesn't have to be this like a deprivation thing. So that was where all the healthy eating kind of started. And then I kind of progressed from there. Like after college, I graduated with marketing. But after college, I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition to get my health coaching certification. And then I did a personal training certification. I've had that for about four years. And, um, you know, I've done a bunch of different things. I've tried some crazy diets. I've um, you know, just like kind of like progress. Like I was pescatarian for a while and for six years actually. And then now I'm just sort of like balanced, healthy eating, clean eating, more of like a flexitarian approach. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by clean eating? So it just means like eating whole real foods that are minimally processed. So basically things you find around like the perimeter of the grocery store primarily. Mm -hmm. And then of course I do eat some like processed stuff. I try to keep it as like minimally as processed as possible. Um, So tons of vegetables, making sure I'm getting a good source of like protein, healthy fat, smart carbs, like whole grain kind of carbs or vegetables at every meal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because that phrase, it's um, just so broad, you know, like sometimes people are like, what does that even mean? Does it mean green smoothies or does it mean eating an apple over apple pie like it's just like where I guess for someone that's just starting you're suggesting kind of the perimeter of the grocery store is that kind of step one for healthy eating or eating clean I guess I think so it's just when you're yeah when you're shopping you're adding things to your cart you want to just think about that's like one tip I always give and just like anything in the center aisle like keep those at a minimum and when you go in you're getting like the first stop on like usually the right hand side it's like all the produce and veggies so like load up your cart there and then as you move around it's all foods that are just like 
coming from nature, essentially, um, that are usually in your fridge. Um, so just like whole real foods. And that's kind of where I tell people to start. And then also just reading ingredient labels of things that are in packages and looking for things with typically like less than five ingredients unless the rest of the ingredients are like all whole foods. Because sometimes you'll have like a large bar that has 10 ingredients, but it's all like nuts and dried fruit, you know? Mm-hmm. So you're say- when you read an ingredient list, look for things with ingredients five or less unless it's all whole ingredients. Basically ingredients I know um, that you recognized what it is, right? Yep. Yeah. I love it. I love it. That's kind of like my guideline. And then my other big thing is replacing one meal a day with a salad. I feel like that's a really great way to start eating health um, more healthy. Um, and it's just one of those things that I really like because when I tell people, okay, replace one meal a day with a salad, that kind of gives you the foundation of how you should build all your meals as well. And number one, you're getting like tons of vegetables in at one serving. And, um, it's just a really easy thing that you can do. Um, at least I think it is. Mm Mm-hmm. And I did want to talk to you about this. I'm a I'm a huge fan of salads. Like I, if I don't eat a salad, if I'm traveling somewhere, I feel like weird yeah. almost. Like you get used to it, and my energy level is different. I'm not as full, even if I'm eating more calorie wise because of the volume. Um, so I'm a yep. huge fan of this. But I know that in the winter, like in the summer, it's easier, right, to eat like fruits and smoothies and and salads and things like that. But in the winter, how do you kind of keep it? filling and hearty so that you you do get full on a salad so in the winter i like to recommend that you can take all of the ingredients that you would typically put in the salad and make a warm dish out of it so um in one of my programs i have the salad slimdown program and i even posted some salad soup recipes and i did like a greek salad soup and so you take the things that you'd put into a greek salad i use spinach instead of romaine but like same basic and did like a Greek salad soup. And so stuff like that or doing like a salad saute. So taking everything that you would um, be putting into your salad and sauteing it up in a pan just to make it a little bit more like warm and comforting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then adding like roasted vegetables or just a warm component to the salad. So maybe grilled chicken that's like straight off the grill that's still warm or some roasted veggies. Um, I love anything roasted and it adds like more textures to the um, salad too, which also makes it more satisfying, I think. Um, and then greens are also a great way. Like recently I, um, I this week I made a batch of farro, which I hadn't had in a really long time. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I really love this. And it, it's interestingly, like, I don't know, sometimes um, just having the perfect combination of the fat carbs and protein just makes the meal so satisfying. So. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. And that's, Sometimes one of those things, it depends on who you're listening to, what you've heard before, but having grains, some people are opposed to that or having too much fat, but having everything together, fat, carbs, grains is so satisfying. If you really listen to your body, you know, you will stay fuller longer. You'll be less snacky if you hit all the bases for sure. I totally agree. And I love roasted veggies. Like if you are opposed to veggies, roast them. Like I, I think that is. Yeah. Entry level, like if if you think because some people are like, oh, I don't really like vegetables or I don't like certain vegetables. And I think starting to roast veggies, roasted Brussels sprouts is my favorite thing in the world. Like I love them. Would- I know. It's 
They're like addicting to me though. I can make a whole pound of them and I could eat the whole sheet tray by myself. <laughs> oh, I totally do. I totally do. I go, yeah, like I, it's excessive. It is really ridiculous. I need to portion it out, like do it in different meal yes. prep Tupperwares because if I put everything in one Tupperware, I'm going to go crazy with it, which isn't that bad because it's vegetables, you know, whatever, but right. it's not efficient. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, because you're like crap. I I meal prepped all of that. And now it's gone. Oh yeah, yeah I will. I will eat like and like it's like great. Look at all these veggies I ate today. Like I had you know a ton of servings of vegetables and the, but then the next day I'm like womp womp. Like I need to start from scratch and meal prep again midweek. So yeah, they are really really or, good. Or like, go to the grocery store because you ate small. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I lo- and I love going to the grocery store, so I don't mind it, but it's like not it's it's too expensive and it's not efficient use of my time. Yeah. It's oh my gosh, so much stuff. Yeah, that is really funny. <laughs> okay, I want to give you one quick tip I just learned is did you know that you can roast frozen uh, vegetables? No. No. And I okay. need to know about this because I saw I think you mentioned something about this and I was like this might change my life right now. So please tell me. Okay. So well, the only one I've experimented so far is with roasted um, frozen broccoli or frozen cauliflower. I feel like broccoli works best. I don't know why, but the broccoli just turns out pretty good for me. And what I do is just do one whole bag, um, just like from Whole Foods in the florets. So you don't get a bunch of like stems in there. I don't love the stems as much. So one bag of florets, and then I do like two teaspoons of oil, like avocado, olive, whatever, salt and pepper. And I do it on 400 for about 30 minutes, maybe like tossing them once. And it's amazing, like, they don't get mushy. They get actually, like, crispy. Um, They're not, like, exactly the same. Like, the texture is not as crispy, but they still get those, like, little charred bits on them that taste crispy. And it's, like, so awesome for me because I always can have, like, a huge stash of frozen broccoli. And it's become, like, my go-to. Like, I want to make it every single day if I can. And you're doing this from frozen. You're not letting this thaw out first? Yes. Whoa. Okay. Literally just take it. It like you pour it out onto the pan frozen, then do your toss it in the oil on the pan, salt and pepper, put pop it right in. This yeah. is gonna change my life because I at all times have bags of frozen veggies for like when I meal prep other things and eat it all. And so it's like a quick add in, you know, an, an easy add in for dinner when I need to add an extra vegetable or something. Yeah. I always have those. I'm obsessed with them. And yes. This is, I'm really excited. I am super excited to try this because it's so easy. And you don't have to worry about frozen veggies going bad, too, if that is an issue. Exactly. I love Exactly. That. That's why I like it. And then also there's no prep. There's no chopping involved because it's already, like, prepped and chopped for you. And just, I don't know. I've been really loving it this winter. Like, I just, I've been, like, on a broccoli, frozen broccoli, uh, the bandwagon, I guess. <laughs> I, this might change my life too, because this is so funny to talk about portion control when it comes to vegetables, but I buy the like massive bags of broccoli to roast from Costco yeah. and they are gone alarmingly quickly. Like I will do two baking sheets of them. <laughs> but with this, if I just grab like a bag, you know, of the frozen broccoli, then it's like, boom, that is what you got to yeah. work with. And I'll eat the whole bag. <laughs> Yes. Like at least over, at least in one day, so I'll have a little bit for breakfast or lunch and then have a little bit for dinner or for dinner. I'll just eat the whole bag. <laughs> right. I love this. Oh yeah, my gosh. I mean, this is a such a good tip. Like, no. Yeah. It's broccoli. Like, bath, yeah, it's, it's not that. Like, it is broccoli. It's not a big deal. I love that. 
So what yep. seasoning do you put on them? Usually I just do salt and pepper, but you could put whatever the heck you wanted or a little bit of cayenne. I like things spicy, so I'll add that sometimes. Um, if I'm doing cauliflower, then I would um, – I really like curried cauliflower, so I'll do that sometimes. Love it. Oh, my gosh. I'm really excited to try this. And so if anyone's getting super annoyed with us talking about vegetables, are you an advocate at all for treats, cheat days? How does someone that doesn't want to necessarily just be 100% clean eating all the time kind of balance what the other more indulgent things? So I have a couple of different ideas for that. The first is like making healthy versions of your favorite foods. Like I'll do like sweet potato fries are one of my things. Like if they're on the menu somewhere, I just always want to order them. And if they're not like that healthy, they're fried, same as regular French fries. They have actually more sugar than regular potatoes. So they're not like the healthiest thing. So I like making homemade baked sweet potato fries. And like, that's how I like, you know, get over that sort of craving. Same thing goes for like chocolate. I'll do like homemade chocolate with coconut oil, almond butter, cacao powder, and stevia, and then keep that in the freezer for whenever I'm craving, or fridge, either one. But um, whenever I'm craving something like chocolatey, I'll just have that. I also do like homemade turtles. I have a lot of like healthy treat recipes. So that's kind of my thing if you're if you're wanting to do um, those sorts of treats, just making a healthy substitute. And then the other thing is sometimes you just need the real deal thing. And I think that's totally fine too. I don't like depriving myself from my favorite foods. I went through periods where I've done that before and it's, I don't think it's good. So if you're really craving ice cream, sometimes it's best just to go to an ice cream shop, get like a regular ice cream, a portion of it, have it and be done with it and be like, okay, satisfied that craving done rather than like going to the store and buying a bunch of like low calorie ice cream with no sugar and, you know, no fat. And then you feel like you can eat more of that because it's healthy and then it doesn't really like satisfy you. And so then you're still craving that regular ice cream. <laughs> oh, totally. I, um, my friend used to say, do it right or do it twice. And it was in reference to work, like his work projects. Okay. But it, yeah, like, I'm like, this super applies to sometimes when I want, ice cream or a donut or something and trying to do some different version when you just know there's like that one place you like to go to. And sometimes you just have to do that, you know, and so because you know, and you usually know based on what you're craving, you know, like, could I make a healthy version? Or do I need to get my ass up and go to the ice cream shop? You know, right? Yeah. And if you make that like ice cream, you know, if going to the ice cream shop, like just like an you know, a treat thing. You're not doing that all the time. It's totally fine. Like if you're, if you're going to the ice cream shop every night, maybe, yeah, you need to like start making some banana ice cream at home. But like, <laughs> you know, if it's every once in a while, I think it's totally fine. <laughs> then maybe the ice cream shop owner is like, I think you have a problem. <laughs> like we need to, <laughs> yeah, I, I see you a little too often. That is so funny. Imagine I would be embarrassed. I would go to a different shop every time. That's my little confession. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> How's that? I feel like I would maybe like once a week for, for one place. I know. I have like a whole workaround. I don't think that's the point. But yeah, I, I agree in terms of there are some things where and, and there are things where it is genuinely satisfying to have a different version or to substitute yeah. it. You know, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Especially if it is. And you know, like everyone is different and there are certain things that you just kind of 
need to figure out for yourself. I mean, I watermelon for me is like my favorite thing. And I definitely would opt for watermelon out of like different treats that I'm not as big of a fan of. But there's a donut shop near me that I'm like, I'm not going to pretend when I have a craving for that like specific donut. Again, self-awareness, I guess, right? Yeah. And so for me, like I donuts don't tempt me at all. Like I go to coffee, I go to get coffee at a donut shop all the time. It's called Sugar Shack. It's like right near my house. And I, I like never want any donuts, but ice cream is like my thing. So, mm-hmm. and like, I do like some of the healthier ice creams, so like Halo Top and stuff, but sometimes I get those and like, I eat like a lot of the containers. So I'm like, what well, I, you know what I mean? Like I should have just had regular ice cream and then I'd be more satisfied. <laughs> For sure. I'm like big on toppings. So I like to go get crazy oh. at like a Froyo place with like, a variety of toppings like a little bit of like all of my favorite you know different ones that and I can't what do, do you that like at home. like candy bars and stuff I like granola which okay, I have yeah. a problem with um if I were to have it at home for sure um I like not I like like one animal cookie I like, like, I don't, okay. I don't like, I like, will like one piece of Reese's like, cause I want to be able, I don't want to mix it all together. I want to like know which each one is, but I do get crazy <laughs> with the granola. I have a whole method for this. It's really funny. Okay. What's your favorite granola if you were to buy it and have it at home? Um, oh my gosh. Right now there's actually one. I don't even know the name brand of it. It's a chocolate one. It's some superfood that it almost looks like it's marketed towards kids. It has like a superhero guy on it. Um, and it is like oh, a I've chocolate, seen it. I've seen it. you know what I'm talking about? I bought it. It was like on yep. sale or like clearance one time. And I bought it thinking like, ah, this is going to be whatever. And I'm like, this is amazing. It's so good. And, Ooh. but okay. it's so calorie I've dense. I've seen it. I haven't bought it yet. It's so good. What's your favorite? I think my favorite is probably purely Elizabeth. I really like the blueberry one. Mm-hmm. Have you had that? Yes. It's just really crunchy and. But I'm the same way with granola. I don't buy it a ton because I know like portion control is really hard for me with that. Yeah, I know granola is like, I don't eat granola thinking it's healthy. And I think sometimes just no. because of the like that term, like crunchy granola person, you kind of think that they're kind of like healthy or hippie or whatever. And I'm like, no, this is super calorie dense. The serving size is like a third of a cup, but it is yep. so good. It is good. I know. So for that, I make either a healthy version or sometimes I just go out and get it separately in the bulk bins. I like that. On your throat. Yeah, yeah, this is too. um, the bulk bins like at Whole Foods or um, Mother's Market out here is a health food store. That's another way to kind of control how much you're bringing into the house is to you're not buying a whole box of it. Yep. And what I, I like that approach too, because you don't feel like you're depriving yourself. You're like, okay, I can have this treat if I want it. I can go to Whole Foods at any time and get, you know, a little bit of granola. Another thing that, that's like that for me is trail mix. And for a while, I like, couldn't have it in the house because if it was in the pantry, like I would literally go like 20 times a day to get a handful of it. And so, but then I just started, like, like you're saying, is go to the bulk bins and get like a little baggie, have my portion and just be done with it. Um, I like that. Yes. Yeah, I am the same way with trail mix. And because I'm a volume eater, I try to put things in it that kind of bulks it up. So I'll mix it with like popcorn or 
um, one of the oh, plainer yeah. versions of like like a just like the rice Chex mix or something. So I feel like I'm getting like a bigger portion, and there's not the super calorie dense things of trail mix that are that I'm getting as big of a bowl of. So I try to yeah kind of disperse. I feel like it. we're really similar with that the volume eating. That's why I like salad so much, and I'm sure that's why you like them is because you can have like a really big bowl and like. Volume food is just really satisfying when you have more to eat, at least for me, and I guess for you too. Like, I just, yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And that's why I was like, I wanted to talk to you about your salad a day because I am on board with that. But I know that there are people that eat salads in my life that I know that are healthy or people, but in the winter kind of shy away from that. So I love the the different options, the putting the roasted things on top of a salad, making it kind of warmer. That soup mm-hmm. version of a salad is amazing. I'm going to have to look that up as well. That's really interesting. Yeah. it's. You just have to get a little creative with it. Um, and I say when people are like, okay, well, what constitutes a salad? I'm like, you can make a salad out of anything. Just put greens on the bottom and fill half your plate with vegetables and then add your protein, healthy fats, or carbs. And like, that's a salad to me. Yeah. And, so. and you can make it how you want it because you don't have to have kale. You can have, you know spinach or some other green on that you don't there's not like one veggie that it's like if you don't eat this you're going to be unhealthy figure out what you enjoy eating in the veggie world and pile it on yep exactly i love it and so we already talked about exercise though but so is that class that you go to the group fitness class your kind of like favorite way to exercise okay so i go through phases with exercise and for a while i was like I went to, I, cause we have boutique studios, but we don't have class pass. So when you sign up for something, you're kind of like, if, especially if you buy, you know, an unlimited membership, that's pretty much like the only place you're going to go unless you have like a lot of disposable income and can like hop around and buy packages or passes at a bunch of places. So for me, I kind of like for a while I did pure bar for, I don't know, probably about a year and a half. And then, um, what did I do after Cobra? Oh, then I moved to Orange Theory and I started doing that for a while. And now I've been at this group fitness, like strength training focused approach for, it's called Rio Fitness, my studio. And I've been there for a little over a year, almost two years actually. And it actually started in her garage. And then she just opened a studio in 2017. And it's been really fun to see that transition. And I'm really liking the strength training thing. Yeah, I love it changes your body. Like, I, I love the differences that it makes. So I'm definitely a fan yep. of strength training, too. Good, good, good. And I guess what is your favorite? It doesn't have to be a post-workout meal, but just in general, kind of what is your favorite last meal situation? Like if it was the, my last meal ever? Last meal ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of a morbid question. Um, I know. It would probably be either like a Thai curry or some sort of like Indian dish. Love it. I love Thai food. Yeah. Uh, curry. A coconut curry. My favorite. We have this Thai place here and I get the Masamung curry and it has broccoli and potatoes and peppers and then you can get whatever protein you want. And then it's in just like, I can't remember if it's red or green, but like a curry broth. It's like coconutty and so good. Mm-hmm. It's like when you bring it home, if you bring home the leftovers, it's like so thick and like you're like, yep, that's all the coconut milk. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> I love it. That sounds amazing. Awesome. And if people want to get in contact with you, um, I know you have a ton of recipes and 
health coaching services on your website, what's the best way to reach you? Eatingbirdfood.com is my site. And then I'm eating bird food at eating bird food on everything. Awesome. Thank All you. All the social platforms, Instagram, you know. Mm-hmm. Eating bird food. And I'll put links to it Everywhere. in the show notes too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. This has been super informative and fun. And I love talking yeah, about Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Hopefully you learned a thing or two. I definitely learned about the roasted broccoli. And I think everything was just really great reminders. And like I said, sensible advice for eating healthy, especially coming back after the holidays. You might have gotten a little off track because I got way off track. I fell off the wagon and then the wagon ran over me and I'm still down. I'm trying to get back up with eating healthy again, but I really do. I I know it's kind of annoying to sometimes love healthy food, but I also love, like I said, the ice cream shop that I will have to wear a disguise to if I ever decide to go on the daily. And if you're interested in the health coach certification, I will put some information in the show notes. I always get questions about that. So definitely check that out at Runny Repeat if you want to contact Brittany or info on the health coaching certification or anything else we talked about. Now let's do the awards. First place this week goes to the granola I mentioned, which I am so busted for. First place is also me sharing a little confession. The granola I had mentioned, I didn't remember the name of it. So I had to pass by it in the grocery store this morning to make sure that I knew and I could mention it. It is Bunches of Crunches Dark Chocolate Sea Salt Granola. And it's spelled like grain-ola. And I have a picture of it in the show notes and a link if you wanted to get it. It's amazing. It's so amazing. I bought a bag of it after I said, I'm like, I don't keep that in the house because I will just eat it. I will just go through it so quickly. And then I was like, well, since I'm right here in front of it, hmm, I am super busted. I'm going to try to practice some moderation, which is very challenging for me. I am not good at moderation in anything. We'll see how it goes, but that's first place because it really is really amazing. Okay. Second place goes to my new fancy glass teapot that I got for Christmas. It heats water super fast since it's glass. I had one before and I loved it and I used it to the point of it looking very tragic. So I got a new one for Christmas. It is glass, so it's see-through, so I can always tell how much water's in it. It was always hard to assess before because I had a um, stainless steel one, but I would pick it up and it would feel like there was a lot more in there than there was because it was heavier. Um, And it has this like blue fancy light, so it's pretty. I love it. I'm a huge fan. And in these frigid Southern California winters, I'm being sarcastic. I am drinking tea all the time. I'm not being sarcastic about that. I really do drink tea all the time to keep me warm. In my defense, it's not like I have like an amazing heat system here. You know, they're just like, you're fine. Put on a sweater. That's like my mom. Anyways, and third place goes to my pumpkin spice candle that finally had its grand finale yesterday, but I'm really trying to use the things that I have and not just 
save them for a quote unquote like special occasion that kind of ties into my New Year's resolution of not buying more clothes. So that means that I am now forced to wear clothes that I was like saving for something. I don't know what that something was because it's not like I go anywhere fancy. And by fancy, I mean, I'm like saving my nice yoga pants for if I actually make it to yoga one day. What was I thinking? So I used up my candle because I've been lighting it every day and I'm not saving it anymore for what? I don't know for if the candle fairy comes. I don't know. And I really enjoyed it. And I have a couple more. And like I said, I'm moving soon, hopefully this year. I don't know when, but I don't want to like pack up my candles and take them with me. So I'm trying to use the stuff that I'm like, yeah, I enjoy it. And I'm trying to use it up now. So that is third place. And that's it, kids. If you have any questions for me, feel free to email me at runerepeat at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voicemail on the Run It Repeat voicemail line. I will put a link to both of these things in the show notes, but you can just leave a message on that line with any question you have or send it over via email. And please subscribe to the show. And if you have a minute, leave a rating, potentially positive, because it really helps us get to new people and new ears and they can check it out too and hear about my granola that I really love. Yay for me. At least I'm not eating it right now because that would be the worst, wouldn't it? Anyways, thank you so much for listening. Have a great run. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.